Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Here's the story, and I, I can't remember what town this is from, but basically a, a girl who was a high school sophomore like four years ago tries out for the varsity cheerleading squad and doesn't make it. She gets bounced back down to JV. Yeah. So she's very upset. She goes on Snapchat with another friend and says, you know, F school, F softball, F cheerleading, F everything. And, you know, they each flip the bird and things like that. Yeah. Now, this is not an uncommon response to anything that a child being disappointed. One of their first experiences, look, life is not fair. And sometimes you have to experience disappointment in order to excel, in order to better yourself, in order to put a little bit more effort in to maybe make the grade the next time around. But this expression of disappointment is not unheard of. Right. So Uh, why not? So she posts this. The cheerleading coach sees it, and the girl is suspended for a year from cheerleading. Which, again, free speech is not free. There are consequences to your words. Your words have consequences. That's that's the way I see it, but her parents didn't see it that way, and they sue. And this lawsuit has made it all the way to the Supreme Court. Basically, what they're saying is that the school is overstepping its boundaries with how they can monitor and enforce their disciplinary code to students who are no longer on campus. Yeah. This is this is a weird case that is, look, if, if you don't know this, we should probably tell you, things you do on social media can cost you your job. We have something called the moral turpitude clause with what we do. If we were out, out at a bar and we get into a bar fight or we, or we are pulled over for drunk driving or any sort of a, a crime that makes the company look bad in the uh, in the community, we can be fired for that. And, and that can happen to a lot of people have been fired for things that they posted on Facebook and things like that, your political opinion, whatever it is. Yeah. So now the Supreme Court is actually going to hear this case and rule on it, and it could effectively alter the parameters of the First Amendment. Yeah, and this will be, by the way, the only case that the Supreme Court has ever heard where they render a decision while forming a human pyramid. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. Right. Well, again, they have to do it. It has to be a jury of your peers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, Brett Kavanaugh is going to be on the bottom, by the way, so he can look up skirts. Oh, come on now. Although he did call Weebs. Weebs (laughs) is going to get the kegger. Yeah, he's going to tell his bros about it afterwards. Are you kidding me? Sonia Mayota, you're on the bottom. (laughs) But, you know, for me, it's like, hey, you do that. If I'm the coach of the cheerleading team, I'm like, I don't want to see that kind of attitude. You're off the team. Yeah. Get lost. If if your attitude is F school and F cheerleading and F this and F that, then you obviously don't want to take part, we'll remove you from, from that's, consideration. That, that's the way you react to something yep. bad that happens to you? Yeah. I mean, I, my decision would be very simple. Yeah, we, you know, last time this it's been a while since we've had a frivolous cheerleading court case, um, but you, you may recall the last time we responded to one of these. Two, four, six, eight, shut the f*** up. <laughs> yeah, that was that was our uh, yeah that was our response to that at that point. But, but this now, is, you know, we we need to update that, don't you think? Well, of course, because it's going down before the Supreme Court. So a, a an expanded response has been prepared by the legal firm of Mark and the Enderperm, mm-hmm. uh, and it is this: two, four, six, eight. Here's a decision you will hate. Three, five, seven, nine. Don't you waste our fucking time? Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of our thought on it. All right then. So just curious. What you might think about it, especially especially if you are a former cheerleader. <laughs> that would be awesome to have a former cheerleader call. We need an expert opinion. And tell us what you think at 480-470-KSLX. And the other question is, do you remember 
your school-specific cheers. If I thought I could get in touch with my cheerleader, the girl that was that had to that had the unfortunate task of decorating my locker as a senior in high school, yeah. I would reach out to Patty immediately. I know my wife remembers her. You know, she had, there was a certain guy you had to cheer for yes. at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had one of those too. And, and I, if I could find her phone number and not have to deal with a restraining order, I would probably reach <laughs> out go. to her. Yeah. Hopefully we can get another tour out of them. Yeah, that'd be good. They they did they had everything set and ready to go uh, with their brand new record, and then uh, and then nothing happened. Obviously, the COVID thing shut everything down. But yeah. I mean, let's face it; those guys are getting up there in years, just like the Stones and so many other bands. And time is an unrenewable resource. This thing, the biggest issue with the the pandemic has been. The shutting down of all of those cool activities that we like to do, social yeah. activities that we like to do, the whole social distancing thing and the canceling it, of that. It's a funny thought, having the entire ACDC band come through the vaccination line. Right. You know, <laughs> the right. tour bus comes through and they all hang their arms out the window. Right. And uh, you, you're doing that today, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got my second shot today, which means uh, uh, you're going to be you may be on your own for the next 48 hours or so. It's You know what? I'm going to ask you the question that has been asked Thousands and thousands of time each day, which is uh, over the last month or so. What kind you get? Uh, Moderna. I okay. got the I got the, the Dolly Parton vaccine. Yeah, that's the one that she spent all the money to try and help with the research and the development of. Uh, and and look, I you know I don't want to get it. I don't really want it. I don't want to deal. I also, but I also don't want to wear a mask for the next six months or a year. I want to be able to go see concerts. I want so uh, I, I'm I'm getting the shot. Yes, yeah. that's, that's I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because. If that's, if that's what it takes to get out and see ACDC, then I'm going to do it. Moderna's the one that um, supposedly has made more people's, at least in my, the people I've talked to, this is just, just an anecdotal. Yeah. Um, more people have gotten sick on the second one of that than Pfizer. By the way, that's that's a good thing because what's happening is the virus, the antivirus, the va- the uh, uh, um, vaccine is working in your body, and you get a little. It's not you don't get any of the virus, but you get some of the symptoms and some of the things. If you do get sick after your second shot, that means the the anti the vaccine is. Effective. Okay, that's what the government wants you to. Believe. Of course. Well, I don't care. I don't care. As what they you... track you. Here's the thing with I... that transmitter that's going to be put into your veins yeah, today. I'm stoked about that. I'm hoping maybe I'll be able to speak a new <laughs> language, Klingon, or something like that. If I can get that done. Here's the thing. Um, you don't have to like that. I'm going to do it. But of all the dumb things I've done in my life. You know what I mean? The vac- taking a vaccine of something is by far oh, yeah. way down on the list. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. I didn't as even I give sit it a here, as I sit here and drink can after can after can of aspartame, I'm not going to sit back and worry about <laughs> worry about a right, vaccine. As the Pepsi wears away your liver, yes, my my teeth, <laughs> the inside and, and, of your stomach. Yeah, I'm not. You know, look. What do I care? It's a yeah. choice. Of, it's a choice of COVID or diabetes. What do I want? Well, we'll see if you make it tomorrow. Oh boy, that'll be interesting. We'll lay odds on that. Okay, maybe, yeah. Maybe you want to get a tote board out here. Maybe I will be already gone. Oh, I see what you did there. All right. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Yeah, they are. 
is that time of the week where we try to make the world a little bit smaller place, a little more intimate place, try to introduce you to people that you may or may not know who may or may not live right next door to you or a house or two away or perhaps a block away like my neighbor Discotech, who is now open for business. Apparently this spring he's opened the doors and decided the entire neighborhood must know the true power, the full power of his fully operational Death Star sound system. <laughs> I just, it was like 1.30 in the morning. Oh, boy. All right, Discotech. Well, it's getting warmer. That won't last too long. I think it's going to be 100 by Friday, right? Yeah, so. yeah 100, 300, four in the weekend. So hopefully he'll shut the door. But that all, then all we're just going to hear is... As, it, as the windows rattle in his house. We got blown off by like three sets of neighbors last night walking the dog. It was so weird. Well, what do you suppose your name? You guys might be Mirage. We might Your neighbors might refer to you as Mirage. Yeah. We, we don't even see you. You're not even there. Or the dog walking couple. Yeah. You yeah, never know. We're always out doing that. So mm-hmm. uh, you got one for us? We do. Um, we have a neighbor that moved in just recently, and we call her the witness protection neighbor <laughs> because nobody ever sees her. The truck's always parked outside. Nobody comes and goes. Nobody sees this person ever. We saw her on the first day when they moved in, and that was it. We had a we had an event, and you know everybody was out there. Um, you know, obviously socially distancing, and but this person doesn't come out of their house. I mean, nobody comes to visit. Nobody leaves. So we call them the witness protection neighbors. Yeah. All right. That might be their situation, but I think we all have neighbors like that where you see them pull in, the car goes into the garage, and the door starts coming down as soon as the car gets yeah. past yeah. the beam. It's like, make sure you shut that car off yeah, there, please. Back. Those are traditionally known as the Clopex. <laughs> yeah. You just never Exactly, see from yeah. the movie Neighbors, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. All right, or so. the Burbs. The Burbs. The Burbs, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, 480-470-KSLX is the number. We take your calls anytime for your neighborhood nicknames, those people who you don't really know, but you have made up a name for them so you can identify them. Well, now... You, I've talked about the garbage disposal that I had replaced a couple of weeks ago. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. the one that you didn't do yourself. You almost you almost did it. You did do one thing yourself, and you were like, yes, I'm a man. I can repair things. Yeah, I did the troubleshooting. Yes. All right, so which I, is you know, good. You know, you're halfway the there. Al- I, mean, I know that stuff with the Allen wranch and yep. the reset switch yep. and all that stuff. None good of it worked. So. Regular man stuff. What so man doesn't? I called this appliance repair place to get it done. And right. I, I had this number, because you never know who to call when stuff like that happens. Right. So Who are you going to call? I had this guy's number. I had the receipt from a couple of months ago when he did something else. The guy was kind of a jerk, but I'm like, you know, I, I want to get this done quickly. So what the hell? I'll throw the guy the business again. You know, sure. just I want to get it done. Yeah, so I understand. Yeah, convenience. I call him and I'm talking to him and I said, you know, I need this uh, garbage disposal replaced. He goes, what kind is it? I said, well, it's one of those insincorators. He goes, ah, yeah, we don't have those. I'm like, you don't have the insincorator? And he goes, no, that's Chinese junk. Oh. I'm like, okay. Oh, all right. I go, what do you do? He goes, we only have Whirlpool. I said, okay. all right, that's that's not Chinese junk. That's not Chinese junk. So I said, okay. He goes, yeah, it's $375 fully installed. And now I'm not Joe Fixit, but I'm thinking that sounds like a healthy markup right there. Okay. All right. That, that sounds a little exorbitant. So I'm like, let me think about that and I'll call you back. 
By the way, so, I'm just I'm, I'm looking up in Syncorator. You go, yeah, uh, American company owned by Emerson Electric, which is <laughs> which is based out of Ferguson, Missouri. So it's not Chinese so junk. It's, it's well, not Chinese junk. Well, also I found I, I go on to like Lowe's and Home Depot to check their prices on garbage disposals. Right. My supposed Chinese junk in Syncorator is the same price as the one he was talking about. It's like 110 bucks. And again, I think that also showed that 375. That's a healthy markup. For somebody who knows what they're doing, installing, replacing and installing a new garbage disposal is not a huge job. It's, it's not an, a long job. It's an hour. If that. If that. If that. And and by the way, what if you as a customer are brand loyal to the incinerator? My Chinese junk. And I, that's Chinese, what I call it now. Yeah, your Chinese junk. What if you are loyal to your Chinese junk and uh, and that guy just kicked you square in the short and curlies <laughs> because of what you like? Like you as a – by the way, you as a – Chinese Chinese junk, by the way, is an Asian porn film. I yes, don't know I'm not if sure you knew that or not, I didn't know that. No, that's yeah. also, they were also my favorite band that I saw at the, uh, the Mason Jar. Fantastic band. Didn't last very long. Couldn't get a visa. Um, the thing is, this guy, by the way, you as a, as a tradesman, and, and I know it's one thing to say, hey, here's what I recommend. It's another thing to, right. kick, to, to slam somebody else's, uh, uh, their choices. Maybe you happen to like the Insincorator. Maybe maybe your father worked for Insincorator generations ago, and it's a family heirloom. I don't know whatever it is, but you, sir, your job is to right. replace the part. <laughs> Just replace it. Shut up. I always love it. We well, go, no plumber comes into your house and go, Jesus, I, I really don't like these curtains. Shut up. Just do the job. Yeah, no, or the, the toilet seat. You got a Benneke? What are, what are you, crazy? What are you, what's wrong with you over there? Now, here's here's what else happened. So okay. I, I'm like, all right, so I already understand. I I, I don't like this guy. I'm going to search out I, a different by guy. By the way, you've noticed this now. This is this is two strikes. I mean, you've given yeah, the guy no, a second they, chance. And no I would say to myself, yeah, you're done. Yeah, fool so, me once, fool me twice. So I won't get fooled again. I go and I look online for some other things, and I look completely different name, right. completely different number. Right. I call it, hello, I explain the situation. The guy goes, yeah, you just called me. It's the same guy. Oh, what a tool. The same guy. What different, a tool. Completely different company name, right. completely different phone number, right. and it went to the same phone. Is that normal? I don't think so. I mean, when you when you call us, you know it's, it's 480-470-KSLX, and we don't masquerade under any other phone number no, or any other no, name, I don't think. Despite right? you giving other numbers on occasion out over the air, that we there's still only one number. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I just, you know, is that, if you're running a business, is that a normal thing? No, my, and by the way, if you're running a business, you don't answer your business phone, hello. hello. <laughs> I know. That's, that's why he does answer like that, because he's got... Several different I, – I, and I checked. I started going back. I looked at the old phone number from the old receipt. That was also online as a separate company. So it was three different names. What are the odds that the phone that he answered multiple different phone inquiries on was made in China? <laughs> Probably pretty good. Fairly strong, right? He's satisfied with it. It's not junk mm-hmm. yeah, to him. I was going to say. Uh-huh. I just thought the whole thing was very weird. No, again, it is. Again, the whole thing is you – know. it's, it's 480-470-KSLX. If that's not weird – let me know, but I thought it was weird. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go right to the phones here because we're just talking about this guy who you know, trying to scam you is yeah, what like he's doing. I, I guess it's like a week and a half ago. I need my incinerator replaced, and again, yeah, it's something I could do, but I just it's not my it's not my jam. Again, you know, I hate doing that kind of stuff. So. Again, his his categorization of your incinerator is quote Chinese junk. Chinese junk. R- R- just just so you know, incinerator based in Racine, Wisconsin, uh, and a parent <laughs> and they're owned by Emerson. 
the Emerson Electronics Company, which is based in Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah. No Chinese junk there. I'm right. Now, uh, is there manufacturing potentially in China? Yep. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah maybe. Very sure. Likely. Yeah, unless yeah. you want to pay $9,000 for your incinerator. Yeah, they're sending it over to China. Well, this is almost what that guy charged me. Um, so, <laughs> no, you know, I, I knew he was marking me up big time. So I said, you know, I'll call somebody else. And I tried some other numbers and it kept getting back to him. Yeah, different, which is different names of the companies and different phone numbers. He kept going sketchy. back to the same phone. So sketchy, very I'm sketchy. Calling shenanigans. Um, what I'll tell you is that well, maybe he's being pimped out. Yeah. By um, <laughs> other companies, or he is just a shady businessman with multiple LLCs. Hmm. Yeah. That, that's what I think it is. Yeah, but if you ever need a sinkerator put in. Take my number down. Give me a call. I'll do it for 25 bucks. Nice. So you have experience with Chinese junk then? I absolutely have experience and have put multiple in on just a nerve. What I love about it is that it's not – What I, there's two things that just happened there. You just emasculated Mark, um, which, which, by the way, bravo, madame. Uh, and secondly, um, you've just verified the fact that the guy was upcharging a ridiculous oh, amount yeah, of money. It, it was yeah. crazy. It doesn't need that. Absolutely. It's less than an hour's work. Yeah. It absolutely is. The first one that I did, I put in. I did it with my son. I showed him how to do it. And um, I put it in in probably about 45 minutes. That took me that long simply because I was showing him. The second one I put into my mother's house, um, and it took me all of 30 minutes to do it. All right, so when you were done, did you wipe the sweat off your brow and crack a cold one? Uh, well, actually, I didn't, uh, but I did wipe the sweat off my brow and drink some wine. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't quite have the same, right, doesn't, nice. have the, doesn't have the same effect there, as you know. Yeah. It's something, you know, you pull you, you, you pull your pants up so your ass crack's not showing anymore. Right, exactly. You wipe the dirt off your brow, yep. and then you crack a cold whatever beer, your beer of choice is. The wine thing kind of loses a little bit. Yeah, I'm Loses sure, a little bit of the fun. I'm sure my wife's not going to be suspicious that I've got a woman coming over who's going to do electrical appliance plumbing type stuff for me for $25. Yeah, that's not the, that's not the <laughs> premise of every cheap porn ever produced. <laughs> But that's awesome that she she offered that. Yeah, um, and and screw that guy. I mean, don't I, men, don't mention him by name because screw no, him. Don't give him know, any publicity. But I, I just thought it was sketchy. so strange. And like I said, the first time I used him months ago for something that I needed done very quickly. Right. Um, I was like, that guy's kind of a dick. But well, yeah, it's absolutely a dick move. Yeah, and then yeah. this time around, he just at, at a certain point he starts hard selling me. He's like, you got to get that thing fixed. And I said, I know, but not by you. Yeah. Did he, did he demand you have to get the undercoating? <laughs> Got to get the undercoating. So let's do our dumbass here, shall we? Sure can. It's time for the Mark and Interpol dumbass of the day. And one of the great pleasures of life is grabbing a cocktail, maybe a beer, sitting out on your front porch, maybe the back porch, just watching the world go by. Yeah, maybe a, a glass of grandma's sweet tea moonshine. Yeah, something. And that's kind of what Jessica Chase of Brockport, Pennsylvania was doing. Isn't that the chick's name from uh, from Murder, She Wrote? No, that's Jessica Fletcher. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. 
Why do I know that? I don't know. Anyway, because you're 60. <laughs> that's what that's what Jessica Chase of Brockport, Pennsylvania was doing three weeks ago today. Just having a beer on the porch. Sure. Now, part of the story that's kind of weird is that it wasn't Jessica's porch. Uh-oh. It was her next door neighbor's porch. Oh, well, that's okay. She was invited over, you know, have a couple of drinks. Wasn't Jessica's beer either. Uh-oh. It was, it was, her, it was neighbor's, her neighbor's beer. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what you do. You come over, you invite somebody over, you got to well, be hospitable. Her neighbor had not given Jessica the beer. Jessica had stolen it out of the neighbor's refrigerator after she had entered the neighbor's home when the neighbor wasn't there. Well, maybe she has a key to the house. Maybe the neighbor said, hey, keep an eye on the place. Maybe you got to feed the fish or, or some sort of thing when she gets there, right? Make sure the milk doesn't spoil. Even stranger. What? The neighbor's teenage son and some of his friends were there. And even though the son and his friends told Jessica to leave, she wouldn't leave. She just ignored them. Oh, she's crashing. Took the beer, went out to their front porch and sat there sipping it. Okay, so what's the problem with that? Well, another really weird thing was that Jessica was naked the entire time that she did this. Coolest neighbor mm. ever. Neighbor's kid called police, of course. Why? Uh, That's the responded. Begin- Again, the beginning of, yeah. of every great porn ever. You're, ne- yeah. you're hot next door. I gotta. The question is, is she hot? I could not tell you the answer. Um, to that. The answer is obviously know. no. Yeah. Nobody throws away a hot next door neighbor naked mm-hmm. on their front porch. Yes, proceeding to get drunk. Jessica saw them coming and ran back to her house. Tried to hide from the police, but they entered to do a welfare check, which is when they saw that Jessica had a three-year-old daughter in the house who had been left there the entire time while Jessica was making naked mischief next door. Well, you don't bring your kid out when you go drinking. She's a good mom. All right, then. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Jessica is being evaluated before being arrested. Is she? Yes, she is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, this is Red Rocker Sammy Hagar, and I personally think that's a beautiful beautiful story you just told. Wow. That was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, the newest Harley dealership in the Valley at 159th Avenue in McDowell. You know, I think the most fun story we did yesterday was about the VHS tape because it was just funny talking about renting videos and things like that. But it's also a, a lesson where these things can come back to haunt you when you least expect it. This, this woman had rented, or the person she was living with rented a video in like the year 2000 on her account. And the, you know, the store went out of business in 2008, but the video never got returned. And somehow she wound up with a charge against her. Embezzlement charge. Felony embezzlement. Yeah. And she thinks that that was the reason she lost several jobs over the last 20 years. She never checked, but she thinks that's the reason is that that would show up on background checks and things like that. Well, so he's kept coming back to haunt her. This, this, this one indiscretion or some detail that she didn't cover. Here's why um, it's confusing to her, because um, the one time I was arrested, it was for uh, an outstanding bench warrant, which is what happens when you don't show up for court. They send a warrant out for your arrest so that you can answer for whatever it is. I had an expired plate sticker. Um, I got pulled over. It was an out-of-state plate sticker. Like, I, my, my car was registered in New Hampshire, and I got pulled over in Massachusetts on a mm-hmm. long weekend. They impound the car. That You have to pay a ticket. you got to pay the impound fees and stuff. What they don't tell you is there's a court date, too, that's attached to it. I didn't know that. I paid everything. I got everything re-registered. I was able to move around the country and get new driver's licenses and all that stuff. There was nothing restricting me from being able to do anything. So I have no idea that there's anything outstanding. Move back to Massachusetts, get pulled over for speeding, uh, and they pulled me out of the car. And I'm like, well, what's this about? And they said, we don't know. We can't tell you. 
Hmm. Weird. So they, they can't they, tell they, you. They, well, they don't know because it's a bench warrant. All it says is, I guess, for the cops, they have SCMOD, state, county, municipal offender data systems. Well, of course. Duh. Um, but all, they, all it says is, you know, uh, warrant, arrest. You know, on the, on the computer screen, right. they don't say right. what it is. So they say, here's, here's, we got to, we arrest you. Here's the courthouse you got to go to at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. And good luck. Well, I have an indiscretion. It wasn't me. It was my husband. Oh. He was, uh, one time he was pulled over and they were going to arrest him because he had a warrant for a dog at large. A dog at large? Yeah. Our dog got out. And I guess he was barking at people, and, and when they found out it was our dog, they uh, they put a warrant out for my husband's arrest for a dog at large. <laughs> and so he never responded to the warrant? He never knew. We never knew until, right. gosh, it was years later, and he finally found out about it. Yeah, he was pulled over, and they said that there was a warrant for his arrest. He was like, what for? And he's like, what for? Well, you know, we don't know. They went downtown, and I was like, what did you do? How long did it take <laughs> you to figure out? Uh, when he went to court, they pulled it up and said it was dog at large. It was a $50 ticket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the, the funny thing about that is... large dog at large, too. But. Funny thing about it is when I, got, uh, when I got to court that morning, you know, the next morning after yeah. spending the night in jail, I get to court uh, the next morning, and the judge looks at the paperwork on it, and he looks up at me, and he goes... Do you know what this is about? And I looked at him and I go, Your Honor, I have no idea. I have no clue what this is. And he looked, he goes, This is for so and so back in in nineteen ninety five. And this was and this was like two thousand six that I was dealing with this. He goes, as from nineteen ninety five, uh, you know, assessed me a court fee and plus court costs and sent me on my way. Right. But it was like the judge looked at me and goes, Do you know what this is about? I'm like, Hell no. If I knew what it was about, I would have cleared it up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, it's <laughs> so those things that come back to haunt you. Do you have one, something that you've done, you know, maybe an ex-girlfriend or something like that? It's or? Mine are basically, and I, there's probably several of them, but it's always like a clerical error where my name gets put on a list or somebody's name is very similar to mine. Like, Yeah, you have I, a very common name. I kept getting money taken years ago when I had no money. I kept getting money taken out of a bank account and kept getting put into somebody else's bank account. And I had to track it down several times. So you both I, had, you both, it was, it was similar names, but at the same bank. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yes. That and sucks. And so, you know, I had to track that down several times because I, you know, I only had like 200 bucks, so it wasn't hard to keep track of. And <laughs> right, I was exactly. like, wait, there's only 190 in there now. So yeah, I, you know, I had funny to con- how, constantly do that. Funny how that happens. And you, when you, and you notice that, you know, like my ex-wife and I would go back and forth about stuff like that. And she knew. That I was keeping an eye on the bank account. I'd be like, hey, what happened to this? Yeah. Like, she's like, I just took it out four hours ago. I'm like, yeah, I know. How often are you checking the bank account? A lot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there wasn't much to check in my case. It was very simple to keep track of. So. Well, if you have something that's coming back to haunt you, we'd love to hear it at 480-470-KSLX. We're just talking about those indiscretions that come back to haunt you. Maybe you got arrested when you were younger or something like that. Or maybe you did something not so serious like rent a video and then just forget to return it. Yeah, but you end up with a felony embezzlement charge because you did that. And then yeah. that chases you forever. Um, and, that's I, a real, and that's a real story. Yeah, that, that actually happened. And I don't know. That's like the library book, you know, that you've had for, for 50 years. And the, the late charges are 600 bucks or whatever it is. Right, exactly. And because of that, you can't get your mortgage. 
Right. You yeah, know, it's, it's a, dumping, those it's a kinds of things. And I remember that, like, when I applied for my first mortgage, there was, like, a medical bill that I had to straighten out from, like, 15 years before. It was just, like, it was on your credit report. Um, it's not really, it wasn't dinging your, your credit score anymore, but it's it was just, an outstanding debt. It's hanging around waiting to cause trouble. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, so we had, you know, took care of that. Well, my story is, uh, in 1996, I was pulling doubles across North Dakota. I got into a really bad storm. It was a tornado, and it blew me over on my side. When the highway patrol showed up, he says, uh, I don't want to add insult to your injury here, but I've got a warrant for your arrest back in Minnesota. And I said, for what? And he wouldn't tell me, like you said. He says, but I'm not going to arrest you, but go take care of this problem in Watina County. So I called him, and I said, what is it for? He said, passing bad checks. And I'm like, passing bad checks? I haven't written a check in Watina in my life. Turns out, I had this girlfriend, I closed this account, and there were five checks left in the checkbook, of the checkbook I had closed. This girlfriend, when she moved out, she stole my old checkbook and started writing checks around, around the town. And I'm like, are you crazy? Are you kidding me? So I had to go down and prove that it wasn't my signature and get that warrant off my, off my record. Did the judge buy that but story? I, I, didn't have to go, I didn't go to the judge. I went to, uh, I mean, it was true. I mean... It was it was written in her yeah, her handwriting, mm-hmm. and uh, but I didn't ever go to the judge. I just called Wadena County, proved my signature, went to the bank, got my signature card, showed my signature card to the county people, and it never went to the judge. It was just a uh, friend of court or whatever it was. Well, the most important question I'm sure everybody listening is asking this question: Was she hot? Yes, she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> yep. She was a singer in a band, and she was hot. Yes. Yeah, the hot girl causing you trouble. The struggle is real. Uh, no, I get it. You know, they, they, women weak in the knees. and I, Yeah, I heard that. I said, I got to know. Yeah, well, I know. It's, uh, look, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, why would you put up with that nonsense? You put up with it because she's hot. Remember, get rid of those old checks. Unless, of course, you want to rent a tap for a keg. <laughs> Going way back for that reference. <laughs> You are getting your shot. What time today? You're getting your second uh, vaccination uh, shot. Some right around two or so. Yeah. Paul's yeah, getting. You're going to see Dr. Jessica. Paul's getting double vaxxed yeah, today. Doc, Dr. Jessica, this is my second shot. This is the end. Looks like this is the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and it's Moderna. So, I, I, you know, there's a there's a good chance I might take tomorrow and Friday off and blame it on them. On the, <laughs> Four on the day weekend. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. Weather's going to be great. I what, mean, va- what vaccines you get? Four day weekend vaccine. Four day weekend vaccine, yeah. Uh, you know, but that, I'm hoping I get cable with that. It shows you all the things that, that COVID has done. Another thing is that the real ID, you know what? Remember they were talking about that? Everybody had to switch over to the real ID and oh, to, yeah, you know, yeah. for travel and everything. Yeah, hell yeah. Now they pushed it back again, the deadline. Originally it was, I think, October of 2020 was the deadline. Now it's like May of 2023. Now you got here's, time. Every, I mean, don't you find this has been time. It's sort of a weird thing here where, um, you know, we went and did that because it was supposed to be done by October of last year. Yeah. See, they're, they're catering to the stragglers, not the conscientious citizens. Like Mark and Neanderthal and the dozen or so listeners that we took over to the DMV that day. And I, I got to ask this question. If they've extended the uh, the deadline for for getting, obtaining your real ID, shouldn't we get another two years valid? Because the right. thing's only valid for 10 years. By the time everybody gets their first real ID, we're going to have to renew. We're going to renew, yeah. Unfair. 
Sad. Equal equal protection under the law. We need to call a lawyer. Yes. Thankfully, we don't know any. Class action lawsuit. I would think so. Class less action lawsuit. Yes, Whatever exactly. Whatever it is. Yeah. No, we, got, we have until 2026. I just checked mine because we got it done October 1st of 2019. It's only, due, it's only good for seven years? Seven years. Well, that's garbage. <laughs> I know. We should get an extra couple of years tax. Th- yes, we should. What did I pay for if it's not worth using? Unfair. Sad. Taxation without representation. <laughs> it's 834. Attica, Attica, Attica. Fist, fist, fist. 100.7. It's Mark and Neander, Paul. And okay, Big Three at Nine. We collected some audio for you from the morning. And... We're in late April right now, so we're going on four months since the insurrection, January 6th, at the Capitol. Okay. And they're still rounding people up. The FBI says this body camera video shows the moments 34-year-old Jonathan Munafo ripped a riot shield from an officer's hands before violently punching him in the face. Officials say at one point he tried using this wooden flagpole to break into the Capitol. Seen here in this video posted online and referenced in the criminal complaint. Munafo, one of 10 suspects the FBI considered their most wanted from the insurrection on January 6th. Well, and he has been arrested and da-da-da-da-da. I'm loving it. <laughs> Paul, that, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, that's, a fam- uh, that's my family name. It's hilarious to hear that. That's weird. It's a family name. And the funny thing is, I did do a little research about it. He did spend a little time in Massachusetts. So that Uh would be be very weird if I were related to that guy. I say keep rounding him up. Keep rounding him up, especially the cop assaulters. Yeah, the guys who assaulted police officers that day. Round them up. Uh, I agree, man. And I throw mean, throw the book at Here's them. the thing: you have every right to go out there and protest and all things new. But the minute you pull a shield from a cop and you hit him, that's oh. assault, man. Serious you, stuff. You deserve everything you yeah. get in a situation like that. And and apparently he's going to get yeah. a lot. So congratulations, Jonathan. You. Yep. All right. We will go with classic rock here. So Roger Daltrey was on TV the other night, the lead singer from The Who, and he told the story of their appearance on the Smothers Brothers show back in 1967. Where um, it's a legendary clip. It's on YouTube. And yeah, you know, I think that's the end of my generation, right? Yes. And there was supposed to be a, a minor explosion with the drum kit. And uh, except it turned out to be an earth shattering kaboom. Yes. Several of the band members were caught off guard. It was planned for a little bit of smoke and the, the, the skin was going to break. But Moon, being Moon, decided this wasn't grand enough. I think he got the, uh, the pyrotechnic man drunk <laughs> on, on a bottle of brandy uh, and uh, talked him into putting about ten times the, the amount of powder in the, in the cannon that was supposed to be there. And it was literally like a hand grenade going off. Yeah. If you watch it on YouTube, you yeah. can tell a couple of the guys are really surprised. And the camera actually shudders. Yes. It's, like, it's not like it was done like a special effect. It was a concussion bomb that went off. Um, and it is one of the more famous pieces of rock and roll history. You see it all the time whenever they do like a yeah. you know history of rock and roll thing on CNN or stuff like that. It's always that scene of that explosion. And it's because Moon was hammered. Yes. He was Keith Moon, and he was just being Keith Moon. Exactly. And, uh, he caught, caught some of the other guys by surprise. They yeah. uh, they really cringe and, and, That's, and draw back when the explosion. And there, there are reports that that was the beginning of Pete Townsend's well-documented tinnitus. There you go. Yeah. So uh, new guidance from the CDC came out yesterday in, in terms of masks, and it was delivered by the president. Beginning today, gathering with a group of friends 
in a park, going for a picnic. As long as you are vaccinated and outdoors, you can do it without a mask. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, sir. Is it just me or is he a little late on that? Yeah, I was I've been say, doing that for weeks. I, I, uh, I haven't I mean, been. I mean, I'll be fully vaccinated today. Thank you very much. But I've been. I, so what you're saying is prior to that announcement yesterday, while I was out in public with my motorcycle riding around, I was supposed to wear a mask. Do we owe all the people that have been driving in their cars alone with masks an apology? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know. I'm a mask advocate, but uh, I've been, you know, not like in massive groups, but I've been. I mean, we had dinner last week on a patio with a couple of other friends. You know, we're not we weren't wearing masks. So I, I guess I've been doing that for a little while. Uh, you scoff law. You you va- you should be rounded up like Jonathan Manafo and, and I know. charged you. Well, one thing the president missed there was, you know. The beer, yes, and the chicks, and the you chicks. Know, you got to have that too. Yeah, if you're congregating for a picnic or a barbecue. Can yeah. we have weed too? <laughs> sure. Well, we can in Arizona. We can yes. now, as of March. Damn right. Yeah. So I think uh, I think that's a, that's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. I, 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 we've been doing it wrong. That's not how this works. I think he's just a little bit behind the curve on that one. Well, I've been making out with everyone I meet, so I'm not really sure. They said to stop shaking hands. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, they didn't say anything about making out. By the way, I wanted to talk to you about that. The evidence is uh, is clear. I can see the lipstick on your mask, so clearly masks don't work. You need to get a thicker one because it's it's bleeding through. That's unfortunate. And and there's your big three at nine. 100.7 KSLX. We'll give it again tomorrow at the same time. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.